saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Ah, uh, the winter meetings are here. John and Jim, Sunday night wrap-up show. It's like old times. It's like the old times, man. Good to I be know. back with you, dude. We're going to be down there the next couple of days. Uh, Grand, what did you call it the other day? The Grandchester? I called it the Manchester Hyatt. <laughs> no, you called it the Grandchester. It no, is I, the called Grand- it, I called it the Manchester Hyatt. It's the Grandchester No, Hyatt. it's the Grand Manchester Hyatt. Grand Manchester. Manchester. I don't know what I did. I combined two words together. Yes, Grand and Manchester. You called it yeah. the Grandchester. Right. So we'll be at the Grand Manchester Hyatt. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, John and Jim, San Diego Sports 760 from 3 to 6. We'll have good guests lined up for you as we talk ba- uh, Padres baseball over the next couple of days, including tonight. Um, what will A.J. Preller have up his sleeves over the next 72 or so hours? It's John and Jim. As you make your way in, please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. Please smash the like button for us. Please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to make sure we get your comment tonight, please click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. We get to all of the super chats. It is a great way to support this channel. And if you want to be like Kendrick, you can click the join button down below, become a member. You'll get custom emojis like the Jim Sucks emoji. Very popular this time of year. So, Kendrick, thank you for your membership. Thanks, Kendrick. And uh, before we get going, Jim, I mean, yeah, it's, it's been probably a, a few days since we've done a wrap-up show. It's been a very busy couple of days in terms of speculation, I would say, involving the Padres and A.J. Preller, whether, whether it's a star-free agent, shortstop, an outfielder. I see Brian Reynolds' name is out there now. We see starting pitching like Rodon and Verlander in terms of available pitchers heading into um, the winter meetings. But when it comes to AJ Pro and the Padres, you know, I guess anything is really on the table beginning this week. Yeah. The the thing with AJ Preller and everyone knows this is that any moment he can do something out of the ordinary and by out of the ordinary, I mean, continue to make big splashes after big splashes. That's just, he's a big fish hunting guy. He's a guy that always wants to go big fish hunting and he has a pretty good success rate doing it. I mean, when you look at, I mean, the Lars will probably a lot of deals that we don't even know about. Right. But he has a pretty good success rate when there's a rumor out there about him going after a certain big name player. More often than not, that happens. Right. Yeah. And so while the Xander Bogart stuff, does, didn't it make like sense to me and it still doesn't really make sense to me because of the money. Like you're going to go out and spend 180, 200 million dollars on, on a shortstop. And then you still have other needs like pitching and what are you going to do with a catcher and first bit? Like, like it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. The more you think about it, like would anybody be surprised if he went out and did it, if he got Xander Bogarts or Trey Turner or X player that would cost over $150 million. 
No, I, I just saw actually an amazing quote um, from MLB Network. It was posted by Too Much Mortons. Let me find it. It was just within the last 10 minutes. I just saw minutes. it as well. Yeah. And it makes sense. It, like, I think we talked about yeah. this the other day. Like I said, it was it Thursday or Friday? I don't remember. Well, maybe the reason why they're going after Xander Bogarts is because it's it's as simple as, hey, look, we don't like any of the first basemen out there on the market. And when you look at them, they're not really that great. Are you going to want to pay money for – are you going to want to pay a lot of money for Josh Bell? Probably not. Brandon Drury? Probably not. After that, you're like, Trey Mancini, Brandon Bell. Uh, it's just not a good market for first basemen. And you have a guy on your team who can play a pretty damn good first base. Right, so Joel Sherman on MLB Tonight saying that the Padres prioritized Abreu for first base and were quote-unquote kind of heartbroken <laughs> that he ended up in Houston. Then he went out to say there's not really another first baseman they love and that they can just move Cronenworth over to first base if they get a shortstop. I mean, that's a very expensive proposition. So you don't like the options other than your you know, 15 to $20 million a year Jose Abreu, so you're going to go break the bank and bring in a $200 million shortstop over the next six or seven years like i saw someone in here say bogarts he's not a rental right now there's no rental with sander bogarts he's getting a six-year deal um there's no rental with trey turner like th these shortstops dansby swanson i mean all these shortstops are going to command 150 million dollars so you didn't get a first baseman so you're going to go address first base by going out and spending 200 million dollars on a shortstop is an interesting way of attacking needs in free agency, but if AJ Preller's got the go-ahead from Peter Seiler to go right over this luxury tax number, and if the true priority is winning a World Series above all else, then of course your best way to win a World Series is with Xander Bogarts or Trey Turner. There's no question about that. You'd prefer to have them than not, but does it prevent you from getting Kodai Senga or Chris Bassett or Carlos Rodon or whomever? Um, that's the question that you know I'm asking myself. Yeah, and if it does... Uh, that's the and that's the route they're going to go. Okay, they must really don't they really they must really not believe anymore that Fernando Tatis Jr. could play any shortstop for this team, right? Anymore, if they're going after Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts, they're that that means to, that tells me that they're converting Tatis to a full time outfielder. Why 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 you're not why go out and get Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts when you have a $340 million shortstop on your team already. And you just had a shortstop that had like a five war year. That is, and he's a gold glove finalist. Yeah. I, mean, I know the gold glove doesn't mean shit anymore, but you get my point. No, like, he was good defensively. He was really good defensively. And if anybody saw him play defense, which we did every single day, you knew how good defensively Hassan Kim was. His bat no doubt. doesn't play long-term. It just doesn't. And it never will, but he's serviceable to be a shortstop for an extended period of time? Is he a shortstop on a championship team? Probably not. I mean, almost last year, because they were seven wins away. <laughs> or four True. or six wins away. Seven. seven wins? Seven wins yeah. away. Um, but I think that there is definitely room for upgrade over Hassan Kim, for sure. Yeah, and could you say that you know Kim's bat is more playable when you add Xander Bogarts? Sure. Like yeah. if Bogarts is in your lineup and now you move Kim down in your lineup, he's your second baseman. If and you have Tatis Bogarts in there as well, right? Bogarts, Tatis, Soto, Machado. <laughs> I don't care who the other five are, and you still oh. theoretically have you know Jake Cronenworth, All Star caliber player. Um, you made twenty home runs. You could you know maybe have someone like Jerks and Profar back. Trent Grisham can't be worse than he was last year offensively. That's not possible. And he almost hit twenty. He hit 
you know, 17 home runs in the regular season last year. So yeah. he can, if he can fix his, you know, plate discipline and, and fix his offensive game, if you just hit 250 with 17 home runs, you know how big of an upgrade that is for your center fielder? 250. Though. He didn't even hit 200, did he? He had like 187. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's right. a leap. 240. That's a leap. About 240. Yeah. He's, he's capable of doing it. I mean, about no PS over 750. What was his OPS this past year? 650, maybe? 700? Yeah. Wasn't good. No. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for the super chats. We're just getting started. As you make your way in, John and Jim with you, please subscribe, smash the like button for us, follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We appreciate your support of this channel. We've got you covered throughout the winter meetings and throughout the offseason. Um, if you want to support with the super chat, click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. If you want to become a member like Michael is as well, you can click join down below. We'll tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. Coming up in a moment as well. Michael, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for your support, and thank you for the super. He says, in AJ, I trust. Now it's time for him to strike, which, as we know, he's done so often previously. Um, obviously, we go back to the winter meetings that were here in his rookie year, his first year, uh, when they made all the moves. Then 2019, the Padres were not as active, but there were like a billion dollars worth of deals that year, including Garrett Cole, at the 2019 winter meetings. Now this year, we're led to believe that Aaron Judge could be off the board at some point in the coming days and that there could be a lot of movement over the next few days. So I'd be very surprised if around baseball there was a lot of movement and the Padres did not have movement. So I do think A.J. Preller will be active over the next couple of days. I really do. And it's not just with free agency. It's with trades. Like Brian Reynolds just requested a trade from the Pittsburgh Pirates. That was a big-time topic of discussion. What was it? Last year or last off season, maybe it yeah, was it. It was about uh, Brian. Was it in the off season? I forget, dude. It I think might, so. We talked was, about yeah. it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Brian Reynolds is now theoretically available. Who knows if the Pirates are going to even trade him? But um, he was requested a trade. So, uh, yeah, there's many different ways that he can be creative here, and with this team especially you know Preller's going to do everything he possibly can to upgrade because how close they were last year with the core returning and with addition of Fernando Tatis Jr., knock on wood, he stays healthy. Like, who knows how many more times you're going to get an opportunity like this. And we said this last year. How many more times do you think, do you would you know that this team will get an opportunity like it has right now? That's why we said go all in for Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. You know, like you had you have an opportunity right now at the time, we didn't know he was going to get suspended, but you had an opportunity at the time with this team to go all in. I don't care about three years from now. I don't care about two years. I don't care about James Wood in four years or five years from now. Like, I want Juan Soto now. And so maybe that's AJ Preller's thinking in this moment in time, like it was at the, at the trade deadline last year, is like, look, who knows what happens with Manny after this season? Who knows if we can even contend to try to, you know, keep Juan Soto here? You know, we have you Darvish and Blake Snell becoming free agents after next season. Josh Hader, free agent after next season. The time is right now. And so maybe that's what he's thinking. And maybe that's what that Peter Seidler is like on board with as well. And it makes sense to spend a lot of money to get it right now. But it, but it, it's about how they spend that money and where they spend that money. Well, I agree with you, Matt. Thank you for this, by the way. Christian, 626 OPS. I mean, that's an embarrassment. Mm. Um, but, <laughs> really. you know, I agree with you. This is what I would say. I'm all for them putting their best foot forward in terms of spending this offseason. But like you said, how do you spend it? Mm-hmm. If you're going to spend $200 million, that's an amazing expenditure by Peter Seidler. But if you spent $200, $200 million on Bogarts, 
that's your 200. If you told me they had 200, how would you use it? Would you go 200 for Bogarts or would you say 75 Senga, mm-hmm. you know, 50 at first base, 50 and left? And, and what options are, or would you say 75 on Senga? Maybe Dansby Swanson's available as a lesser option at short for not $200 million. Maybe if I had 200, I would take Rodon. I would trade for a player of Brian Reynolds caliber and try to extend him out. Like, that's the thing. If you got 200, so, I mean, that's a lot of money. I have no clue if they're going to spend $200 million this offseason. They might spend 50. I might spend, you I spend 20. Two, who knows? Right. If, if you had 200 and they spent it on Bogarts, we'd say, man, that's an amazing accomplishment to land Bogarts. But they used all of their capital to do it. And now all of a sudden they're looking internally for a fifth starter. And it's Jay Groom. And it's Adrian Morahone. And their left fielder, all of a sudden, there's not, not as much depth in the outfield. Sure, you have Tatis, and you're not upgrading a catcher. And you're just moving Jay Cronenworth over to first base. So you haven't added a first baseman of the caliber of Jose Abreu. So I'm all for them spending $200 million. But what is the best way to spend the $200 million is the $200 million question mm-hmm. heading into the winter meetings. And maybe they view it as... If they spend two hundred million dollars on a Trey Turner or a Xander Bogarts, that's a, sig- a significant upgrade that they view as bigger than spending it on a Kodai Senga sure. and then a Josh Absolutely. Bell and then uh, bringing back Jerks and Profar. Like if they they think that if they can get they can get X production out of a two hundred million dollar player, which yep. would equal the same amount of production wise if you spent two hundred million dollars on three guys. Yep. Maybe that's their thinking, and and you could you could convince me, right? If you said, "All right, they're going to spend two hundred million dollars on bringing back Josh Bell, bringing back Jerkson Profar, and Kodai Senga," that the same production you get those three out of those three players for an entire season would be as equal to the exact same production, and maybe lesser to an extent than Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts. Then, then why not go get just Xander Bogarts or Trey Turner? If you're going to get the same type of war production out of a player like that, sure. then spending it on three, two mid-level guys and one guy that you don't really even know about. I feel like, are we at a point though, where it's like, we're so, I spoils the wrong word. I mean, Padres fans have been through a lot. Padres haven't won yeah. you know 27 world series like the Yankees, but are we like at a point where I feel like socially, like if the Padres had Bogarts, but don't address pitching, starting pitching, people would be mm-hmm. like, Oh, like they got Bogarts, but you know, like like a Bogarts addition for any of the twenty nine clubs other than the Red Sox, presumably. Like that's a huge. That's like an off season, right? I mean, if Miami added Xander Bogarts, that's their that's their off season. Yeah. Chicago Cubs added Xander Bogarts, so like we're asking for Bogarts and like that's that's pretty greedy. I mean, you're asking for Bogarts and that, that's where I'm just like, how can they possibly accomplish this? Now maybe the 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 evil. You know the, the the genius, the evil genius in AJ Preller is well. You grab Bogarts, you spin players off, you free up capital, you add elsewhere. I just look at it like you add two hundred million dollars to Xander Bogarts, thirty million dollars a year, or twenty five million dollars a year. It's like have you handcuffed yourself even at the trade deadline in adding money? Although they somehow pulled off Soto, but are you handcuffing yourself? Beyond 2023, like I said, I don't care about beyond 2023 either, but mm. you're going to go all the eggs in 2023 with Xander Bogart. So what happens when you're in game four of the National Championship Series and you have no pitching? Xander well, Bogart isn't coming out of that bullpen. No, you're right about that. But as far as like what, Ben, you're psycho. 
Um, what player <laughs> on this team is is handcuffing them with their contract right now? The handcuff is the the dollar spent, not the player. Okay. Because I was if, thinking, like, if they go to two, okay, they're at two hundred, right? We looked at you, you two hundred ninety nine, yeah, two hundred million. The the number is two thirty, but they're they're missing positions, so they're easily at two thirty, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have left, they don't have first, whatever. They don't have fifth starter. They're two hundred right now, and they still need more right. players. <laughs> okay, so just say they're going to hit the CBT number. That's they have thirty six players on their active forty man roster, right? So so let's just say they hit two thirty, and I think they'll hit two thirty. To what extent do they go over it? And if they go over it to 250 275 the handcuff is you're already over <laughs> so yeah. what how do you get relief as needed at a trade deadline in an off season how do you add well and ma- maybe you just keep spending dude i can tell you this you know and w- i know and everyone knows that it like there will be multiple moves by Preller this offseason. Well, obviously. I mean, we has to. There's not And even it's not just team. like you might see a situation where and I don't I'm just throwing stuff out there like they're looking at okay, if we got to make XX and, and everything fit, Robert Suarez will be our new closer and we got to get that money bye off bye the hater. books, so bye-bye hater. No, it's not a and I'm not questioning Sidler in any manner. If you've listened to me on the radio or on the show, I mean nobody's ever invested in the Padres more than Peter Sidler. My my point is this Peter Sidler in 2021 was a top five spender in baseball, but he didn't blow over the CBT number. He just went over it. Yeah. In 2022, the Padres are a top five or six spender. He did not blow over the CBT number. He was just over it by a few hundred thousand dollars, if not a few million dollars. So I'm just the realist in me is saying, well, if he's been right around the CBT number, which is an accomplishment in itself here in San Diego, if you've gone right around the CBT, right around the CBT, now you're going to go 50 over the CBT. I just don't know if that's in the cards. It's like, it's like, oh, we're just a little bit over, a little bit under, a little bit over. Now yeah, we're yeah. way past it. We're now going, we're Steve Cohen. Instead of, instead of going to the moon, we're going to go to Uranus or Jupiter. Right. I mean, I think the reason, Faye, thanks for hanging out. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. I think the reason we're discussing it is it really is the story of the offseason. I mean, I think it's the story heading into the winter meetings. I mean, I think all these teams have these discussions. If it wasn't about money, I would say sign Turner and Bogarts. If it wasn't yeah. about money, and then Rodon and Verlander and sign, sign them all. But it is, I mean, I think to some extent for all the teams, including the Padres, including the Mets, mm-hmm. and even the Dodgers. I mean, I think at the end of the day, money is, is a factor. When teams are making these decisions, as are as is capital, like trading off prospects to acquire a player like Brian Reynolds. I mean, the Padres have been great. I mean, they've, they've spent and spent and spent. Um, and we'll see if that continues. It, I mean, it sounds like there's, there's a reason to believe that it will continue um, this week. And maybe they will go get Xander Bogarts. I'm just saying, if they have 200, is that even what you want to spend the 200 on? I think it's a reasonable question. Or would you rather go out and get pitching like Carlos Rodon? Relief help. First base, upgrade a catcher, right? Yeah. I mean, Sean Murphy's theoretically, reportedly on the move very soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Padres weren't mentioned in that tweet, but yep, saw that. I mean, if he's available, a former Bob Melvin guy, like, you know, gold glove catcher, you would, you could argue he's one of the, one of the top five, top 10 catchers in baseball, top five catchers in baseball. I mean, I'm not, I don't have the list in front of me, yeah. but yeah, he's, he's damn top good. handful. Yeah. You know, you make a move like that, that's a big upgrade for you. So, I, I don't, if you're looking at just the players and they're taking money out of the equation, like Faye wants, who would you rather have, John, Xander Bogart or Trey Turner? 
Um, that's an, honestly a wonderful question. I'd probably say, I don't know if I'd probably say Trey Turner. Um, I would say Trey Turner as well. Yeah, I, I think Trey Turner. I've watched a lot of Trey Turner here the last couple of years. Um, I think he is an excellent offensive player. Um, I think Xander Bogarts is a very good offensive player. Um, maybe I haven't seen as much of Bogarts over the years as I have of Turner. Um, I like Turner's speed. I like his bat on ball ability. Um, the guy's always on base. Now Bogarts is on base a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's it's kind of like six of one, half dozen of the other. Um, I have no issue with either, but I think if I was making the determination based on what I've seen here recently, I'd go with Turner. I, I would, I would choose Trey Turner as well. Um, I think overall you could argue he's a better player than Xander Bogarts. This team severely lacked speed on the base path last year. They had, I mean, who was their leading, uh, stolen base leader? Probably like 100. You know, you need a guy who can cause havoc for you on the base pass. And, you know, they have that with Tatis, but who knows how they're going to, ha- how Tatis is going to now do on the base pass with a surgically repaired everything. Right. Trey Turner is a guy who consistently gets on base, consistently turns a walk into a double. And, you know, his defense is not the best in the world. Hassan Kim is better defensively, I would say. But Trey Turner, I think offensively, you put him in the two hole or the leadoff spot. And I mean, imagine this lineup with Trey Turner leading off, followed by, or you have Fernando Tatis leading off, Trey Turner second, Soto third, Manny fourth. Or however, however yeah. you want to put it. Dude, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, it's Trey, a little bit of a Trey Turner, Turner <laughs> Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Manny, Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, there's a lot of ways you can do that. Dude, and put it I in a hat. Would, you could literally just, yeah, exactly. And yeah. whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, real quick, a couple of things here. I want to get to this uh, very generous super from Pedro. Thank you, Pedro. And again, if you want to contribute and support this channel, if you have a question you want us to get to, we will absolutely do that. If you contribute with the super, just click the dollar sign <laughs> down below. Uh, please subscribe. If you're a Padres fan, you got to subscribe. That's all we ask. Please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content. Pedro, I mean, wishful thinking. Maybe pull the trigger on Vladdy Jr. if Toronto is having a horrible year by the trade deadline. I don't think they will, by the way, uh, especially with the expanded wild card. Jays haven't paid him big money yet, and it would complete the Dominican super team like the Miami Heat. Yes, I'd love to see it. I'm not going to cross my fingers, but I would love, I would absolutely love Vladdy here in San Diego. Imagine dude, the that. Dominican team is stacked, dude. And it, I know. Like I'm know. almost I'm almost team Dominican this year instead of Team USA because there's more Padres on Team Dominican than Team USA is. I know. No, it's I'm excited for the WBC. I am. Um Pedro, if it happens, we're gonna refund you your 10 bucks, although I don't even think we can do that. Um no. Curtis, no, let sorry. let us know what's what's the big picture. What are we missing? He might be talking it's to the chat. Picture. I don't know. I don't know if, okay. I don't know who he's talking to. Yeah, I'm just chiming in. He can reply um yeah what is on your wish list i mean put that in the chat right now like what's on your wish list um i can you tell know, you right a now a lot of big names if you were to tell me all right here is four players you can choose from to sign the winter meetings you only get to pick one of them trey turner xander bogarts carlos rodon kodai senga i'm picking rodon every day of the week yeah so am i i mean that's how the sport works i mean the more starting pitching you have the better i mean have you have we watched the angels have we? I mean, yeah. have we seen the way the angels have spent money? Yep. 
Um, and they, they've had some of the best players in, you know, modern baseball history. Yeah. And, and maybe it's a thing where maybe they did check in on Carlos Ronan and he's just like, I don't want to go there. But again, it's like money talks. And, you know, the reason why Manny came here is because he was offered the most money. So if you can put an offer in front of Carlos Rodon, that would be the most money. Uh, you know, why would he say no to that? And plus, it's a good ballpark to pitch in, and it's a it's a division that he just played in, and it's a division sure. that he kind of just dominated in. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen any rumors or anything about Carlos Rodon at all. I've seen mostly all just the Padres talking to Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts and being, you know, upset that they missed out on or sad that they missed out on Jose Abreu. But if it were me and like you, if you're playing on, you know, seriously considering signing Trey Turner or Bogarts and you have allotted $200 million for those guys, why not use it on Carlos Rodon instead? That's just me. And I think it yeah. would be better we feel suited way. for the Padres to get pitching than more offense. We've said it for a week straight. And if they sign Bogarts tomorrow, or turn we're, we're going to be yeah. through the moon. Exactly. I'm going to be through the moon about it. Oh my so God, it's make great. no mistake. Make, make no mistake. We'll be through the moon about it. And uh, I would still, at the end of the day, say, well, they've gotten a lot better, obviously, on offense. I mean, you yeah. have Tatis and Turner or Bogarts. You've gotten just a world better. Um, and we still may have the conversation once we get into the season. Well, they didn't address starting pitching to the extent that they needed to. Right? That That's how yeah. this all that's how this all works. Um, Guys right now. Four. What's that? They got four guys that you know are slotted in the rotation that you feel comfortable with. But again, you know, those four guys, two two of them, you're if you expect them to go over 150 innings, that probably is a lot. That's probably yeah, too Snell's much. not going over 150. Martinez isn't going over 150. And you hope Musgrove and Darvish stay healthy. Yeah. Carlos Rodon pitched 170 something innings this past year. Yes, if, you wrote, if you tell me your your rotation next year was Darvish, Rodon, uh, Musgrove, Blake Snell, and Nick Martinez, uh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, you'd be in That sounds really good. In terms, of, yeah, in, that in sounds terms better of, to me than a top four of the lineup of Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, and Fernando Tatis Jr. Personally, that's just me. Yeah, I agree, especially with the ballpark that they play in. I mean, yep. typically in Petco, you're not necessarily just outslugging everyone every single night. Hopefully, you can outpitch your way to wins at Petco. Curtis saying what we're missing is you know the big picture is a ring. Well, uh, yeah, I wow. mean, no sh- wait. Here's the, the thing. Padres don't have a World Series championship. There, there's no, there's not a direct correlation, by the way, between the team that spends the most wins. I mean, Houston didn't spend the most. Just look at what the Texas Rangers done at the last two offseason. They finished like right. close look to last the place last year. Look at the, the Angels. Angels. Yeah. But I mean, the, the Mets led baseball, I want to say, in spending this past year. They were good. They didn't make it out of the wild card. Padres beat the Mets. The Dodgers have led baseball in spending. The Dodgers spent more than the Padres last year. Padres beat them in four games. It's not a direct correlation. Spending is not spending will not equal the first ring in franchise history. It it's helps. about building. It's about how you yeah. build the roster. And AJ Preller, exactly. you know, besides last year, has not done well at building a roster that makes postseasons consistently. And last year it worked. Last year it all worked out. The pitching was healthy. That was, I think, the biggest reason why they got to where they were. And you're telling me this year, when you look at last year and you say the pitching is the biggest reason why they got to the NLCS, screw it. Let's go out and get a shortstop instead, instead of more, instead of more pitching. Like, I mean, this is an interesting point from Alex. I mean, maybe they don't want to pay $30 million for a pitcher and they feel comfortable with trading 
for pitching. Absolutely. I mean, you look at yeah. two off seasons ago, Darvish Snell Musgrove came in a week. Um, so yes, there's uh, multiple ways to, to go about this. There's, there's no question about that. Um, all right. So as we, uh, continue on here again, the wrap up show, John and Jim, please subscribe, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter. If you want to support the channel, click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. Also, we need to thank our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have insurance needs, take it from me. I've got my insurance through Mark. He does auto, home, renters, life, earthquake insurance. Mark Nimitz is your guy. Uh, he can save you $750 on your insurance just by switching over to him. So Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's been with us since day one. That's well over a year now. Um, he's a great insurance agent. He really is. He took care of um, a huge project for us when I had a claim um, earlier this year. Saved us literally thousands of dollars. He can save you hundreds of dollars, $750, just by switching your insurance over to him. He's a San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan. Here's his website. There's a link down below. You can get a quote online in minutes. Auto, home, business, life, condo, renters, and more. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Take it from us. Great insurance agent. The next time you have a renewal, before you do that, call Mark. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll talk to you about your insurance. And thank you, Mark, for your support of this channel. Yeah, all his information is above my head as always. Mnimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap up show sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so uh, you know, I put together a little list here, Jim, of just names I've seen the Padres. I don't even know if attached to is the right word, because Preller calls on a lot of players. But here are some names. How I've long seen. is the list? How, many, how, big, how big is the book? I probably have like twenty names here in the last like day. Okay. So Bogarts and Turner. Turner's met with the Padres multiple times this offseason, according to multiple reports. Mm-hmm. Yuli Gurriel. Mm. who was really good in 2021 and was really bad in 2022 and is 38 mm. and has won a lot of World Series. Um, a lot of World or just wait, no, He's got multiple. He's got, he's got two. That's, two. That's, that's I'd, I'd say that's a lot. Um, two Michael, more than a lot of players in the Padres. Two more than the history of the franchise. Um, <laughs> Michael Brantley, Mancini, Dom Smith, in terms of outfielders. Profar, where AC said today that he and his family, Profar's family, have a strong mm. desire to stay in San Diego. Yeah. Um, Brian Reynolds wants out. So you just mm-hmm. automatically think AJ Preller because they had interest, I think, via trade at some point. Um, Rodon, to your point, I don't know if the Padres have actually been attached. He's just a name that obviously is the biggest fish in starting yeah. pitching. Verlander, maybe same thing. I mean, I don't see it, but is a big fish, obviously, in free agency. He's a guy same. that you're, he's also mm-hmm. a guy you're not going to probably spend $200 million on because of, of his age. Shorter, shorter deal. Shorter deal. Uh, Senga, he was in San Diego in mid-November for a visit. So mm-hmm. Kodai Senga interest is legitimate as it is, I'm sure with a number of teams, um, Bassett, Jameson Tyon. Um, so that's the initial I, I'm missing. I'm missing. I just jotted that down right before the show. Um, they will go over, let me be clear. I mean, they're going to go over the luxury tax threshold as they've done the last two years. Which oh, but is Sean, Mur- Sean Murphy on the list. Sean Murphy. Exactly. Sean Murphy's on there. So they're going to go over. I mean, they have to add, obviously, a number of pieces. And the question is, how much are they going to go over by? 
And what's the strategy? Is it via free agency? Is it via trade? Is it a combination? Um, then and, and they'll go over. They'll go over if they keep the current players intact. Sure. You know, there's still possibilities, and who knows it of them shed, not shedding any payroll, but moving things around. And who knows what they what Preller could do if if he if he wants to get like a Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts, and they're like, well, that means you're probably gonna have to give up like, uh, you know, Josh Hader. Would you do that? Say it again. Give up Hader for if, what? If if the only rate the only way you could get Xander Bogarts or Trey Turner is getting Hader off the books and moving him. That's a really interesting question because you've just signed obviously Suarez. Right. I don't know, but you're 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 creating another issue, which is eighth inning. Well, maybe they feel like that. Uh, and I know this is gonna you're gonna roll your eyes at this, but and this is maybe this is just me trying to predict what they might think. No, is that, Pomerantz is not that guy. No, I know that's what I, that's what I said. I said maybe <laughs> they think. I'm not saying us. I'm saying maybe they think, and they could think. Well, we got Pomeranz, Garcia, Suarez. Seven, eight, nine, in whatever order, and Suarez would probably be your closer. And Preller also think to himself, "I've always found closers, and I've always found bullpen pieces, so I can do it again." I, I don't know. I mean, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. You were in the NLCS without an all-star caliber shortstop in terms of the Bogarts of the world, and you didn't have Tatis. What haunted you that ended your season is your starting pitching. Now, that's not to say yep. that everything will play out identically next year, but you had a 4 nothing lead in game four you couldn't hold because Mike Clevenger couldn't get an out and because Sean Maniah wasn't good. I know. So that's where I'm starting. You say, well, hold on, John. Their offense wasn't very good last year. Well, they're adding the best bat in baseball. I don't know if he's going to look like the best bat in baseball on the other side of a wrist and a shoulder. One of. Right, but they're they're adding a guy that has looked like an MVP player at times before he's even entered his prime. Right. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think Bogarts helps the offense. I'm not an idiot. I Just like I think um, Justin Verlander helps the pitching. But I'm wondering, are you, are you even addressing your real need when you add to your offense when you ran out of starting pitching in the postseason? This is the story of the last three years. 2020 pandemic, 60, 60 games, pitching. they ran out of starting pitching. 2022, they ran out of starting pitching. They had three brilliant starters, and that was it. But their, their pitching also, on the flip side, got them no to doubt. the NLCS. No doubt. With and Snell and Darvish. Right, but they were able to shorten it. There was no seven-game yeah. series, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, the first seven-game series they ran into, they ran out of pitching. Right. So I maybe know. that's... You know, first world problem. I mean, you got to get to a seven game series even to have that problem. But maybe also they're thinking too, like, why are we going to worry so much about getting a fourth starter theoretically when it could just be Nick Martinez in the postseason instead of we could go after an all star MVP caliber type players and Xander Bogarts and Trey Turner? I think my answer to that is. And Nick Martinez is great in game four. He pitched three innings in that game in relief. But, I mean, if you ask me right now, and who knows what the next year looks like, but if you ask me right now, if the Padres have a 4 nothing lead in game four 
of the National League Championship Series. Do I want Carlos Rodon out there, or do I want Nick Martinez? I want a guy that has been a starting pitcher for the last you know seven years in the big leagues. So, but again, it's not as simple as that. We all get that. It's not right. as simple as that. No, it's um, not. Because they have to think about it too. It's, it's, it's we all we care about is next season. But Preller has to think about sure multiple seasons no here. And you know the multiple season thing is, if you go get a pitcher like Carlos Rodon, then you have Rodon and Musgrove locked up for multiple years. You know how good of a one-two that is. And and you're going to, you know, have guys become free agents, and you don't know if you're going to resign them in Darvish right. and Snow. Right. And so then you have a, a, a top three of like Martinez, Musgrove, and Rodon. That's a good starting point. Right. Because right now all they have right is Musgrove and Martinez, and Martinez could still even opt out. Like that's just like a one year. That's like a three year, one year deals. Correct. Yeah, I mean it's a good point. I mean that's yeah, it's something to think about. I mean we don't know what their plans are with Darvish, but you know, maybe then he's also thinking on the flip side here is like, well, after next season we could be without Manny Machado, and then in two seasons we could be out without Juan Soto. Yeah, that's true. And Alex makes a good point. I mean, maybe they've already addressed pitching with Julio Tehran and Sean Poppin. Oh, yeah. Game, game. And uh, Jay Groom as well. Jay Groom, Sean Poppin, and Julio Tehran are going to be pitching right. lights out in uh, the NLCS next year. Yeah, I, I saw this, by the way, from Daniel, that there is interest <laughs> in Jay Groom. I, that's, like, legitimate. Um, will be interesting to see what they do there because, again, he's part of their starting pitching depth that they don't really have much of within their system. I think there's some names like Kinnear, Weathers, Morahone. But Groom, they've invested in because they paid more of Hosmer's contract, essentially all of it, because they acquired Jay Groom. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, Adam, it's a good point on Senga. I think most people believe that Senga will not be a frontline pitcher, maybe a mid-rotation starter, if not a mm -hmm. back-end starter. I think the difference between Rodon is he's done it in the big leagues as a one or a two, and Senga has done it in the NPB as a one or a two, but he projects to be like a three or a four. Which again isn't a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. It'd be a, a big addition potentially, but I don't know if it's a Carlos Rodon type addition. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean it's going to be really interesting. And Gus, thank you for the super Thanks, that Gus. just rolled in. Um, he says, realistically, how far over the CBT will the Padres go? And again, if you want to contribute to super, just click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. As you hang out with us live or on replay, you have to subscribe. If you're a Padres fan, you have to subscribe. Click that subscribe button. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. For me, this is the billion-dollar question. Because we always say it's not our money. Nope. But at the end of the day, they finish with a dollar figure that isn't infinity. <laughs> so there is yeah. a budget. What is it? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know if, if Scyther is going to say just rock it, it past the luxury tax who gives a crap, right? Or CBT, excuse me. Who cares? Go past it. Or we don't know if he's told Preller this is the this is the most I'll spend. Figure out whether figure out how to do with it what you will. We don't know. Like we don't know. And and for people who are like are like, oh, it doesn't matter about them. Like, guys, it does matter. Okay. It does matter because yeah, unfortunately, that's the, that's the question. It, it matters yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't care if they go over. I know you don't care if they go over. I know no fan cares if they go over. No, I, I care. could care less. Personally. I could care less how much money they spend. But that is the question and why we're talking about it is because 
there's a reason why they're not just giving $50 million contract to every single player out there on the market. Yeah, where did I see? I think Dennis wrote about it. I mean, I think the number's going to be 233. And they've hovered around this number for two years. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's just talk through it. I mean... You know, if you went 20 over, that's a that's a big bump. That would be them spending an additional 20. By the way, it's taxed heavily. Every dollar over is taxed like 50% or 60%. So, I mean, I, you know, again, a complete speculation. But me personally, I'd be surprised if they went more than $20 million over the lowest CBT threshold after if not going went, more than a million or two over the CBT threshold the last two years. If they went 5 to 10 over, I think that's more of like in the range we're talking here and we could be wrong. Maybe they do go way past yeah. the, maybe they do just blow past it by 30 million. Who knows? But I think more realistically is if they're going to go over the CBT five to 10 million seems like a number that would be the number they would go over it. Like how much they would go over it. And Michael makes a good point. I mean, you've got Soto potentially that they've yeah. expressed interest, obviously in resigning. Okay. Here's what Dennis wrote. The threshold's two thirty three. If they go a penny over, every penny is taxed fifty percent. That would be <laughs> you do the math. The, I can't do it. Okay, so that's the third consecutive year they're over. So, for example, if they go to twenty over, it's thirty million. Get it? Because you get a fifty percent tax. Yeah. Again, okay. Again, not our money, not the end of the world. That's a ten million dollar tax. So, if you go from two thirty three to two fifty three, you get taxed ten million dollars. But here, here we go. If you go over to 53, which is the 20 million over the CBT, you're taxed 62%. So from 50 to 62, here's my point. And I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I will be utterly shocked if the Padres go through the second threshold of 253 million, having never gone above more than a million or two million or three million above the first threshold. Right. That's all I'm going to say. I hope I'm wrong. It's not my money. I have no insight. I could personally care less. I hope he spends $500 million. But the tax goes up, and he's never done it. So is this the year he's going to do it, and then he's going to incur the additional tax? There's also penalties with draft picks and compensation, qualifying offers. There's all kinds of penalties associated yep. with it. But yeah. if the penalty is offset by winning World Series, who the F cares? Um, so I think it'll be between 233 and 253, because 233 is the number, 253 is the second number. So I think... That's where it'll be. And I think that's pretty reasonable. And I think most people probably agree with me. Yeah. And they're at 199 right now. So you could, you could, okay. So if you're going to get the 250, Jim, you could invest 25 in a player because that would, then, then you'd have 25 to fill out the rest of your roster. Yep. Or if you really want to keep it tight, you got 33 million left to spend here. You go 25 on a player and you got to get really freaking creative. Yeah, right. Exactly. 2 million here, 1.5 here, 2.5 there. Some minor league free agents, some trades, yeah, potentially trades. absolutely Freeing offsetting money, like yep. making sure you get a guy and theoretically, like, hey, this guy's making this much money. We can we can bring him in here, and you know, like it's it, they can do it. Like I'm like they can sign they could sign Xander Bogarts right now for twenty five million dollars a year. They could sign Trey Turner for twenty five million dollars a year. It's just about how you're going to build the rest of your roster with what eight million dollars left to spend. It's the constant conversation in all of sports. We always have these conversations. It's like we do in the NBA. Like, wh who can they sign with the mid exempt, whatever that thing's called, that exemption, because they've already spent yeah. so much else. Bird rights and mid level exemption. Yeah. And, and we do in football. Oh, if they spend this much on the quarterback, it's a hard yeah. cap. Can they still get this wide receiver? Or do the Chiefs need to trade yeah. Tyreek Hill? The NFL cap is so weird. Right. But in all these sense. caps. 
But I mean, you know, this is like Gus says here. It's like, you know, they've got 25, 30 before they hit the CBT. Well, they have a handful of spots to fill. How are they going to do that? And that's why I think they're going to go over. But I just don't know how much they're going to go over. Right. Yeah, it's it's that's it's literally the $233 million question. <laughs> right. Of like where and how much are they going to put this money and how much are they going to potentially go over this CBT? What is that? When we say six to eight, I mean, when we look, I'd have to look at their roster, Jim. I mean, in terms of their big league roster, is it, is it really as many as eight spots? Like if we look, went to the middle of the rotation, middle of their uh, bullpen spot in the rotation, left field, first base. I'm thinking, let's see, four, five, maybe six. But there's there's guys on that 40 man that could fill some of those six to eight, like middle relief. Uh, so if I'm looking at, where is it? I, I tweeted it. Hmm. Hold on. Okay. So if I'm looking at the roster right now, this yeah. was, I'll just pull it up. Screw it. works hold on okay so yeah where's this oh, yeah i saw this so what is this okay what do they got okay so okay so let's say rotation is like four to four and a half people i don't think morehorn's a starting pitcher for the entirety of next year we all agree right right so the bullpen and this is hard for me to read, but we there's six, seven names in there. How many of those are real? All right, so we got Josh Hader, Drew Pomeranz making $10 million yeah. next year, Robert Suarez making $10 million, Luis Garcia, Tim Hill, uh, Stephen Wilson, Nabil Krizmat, and Jose Castillo. I mean, that's a good starting point for your bullpen. Yes. Uh, infielders, Manny, Tatis, but he comes back April 20th. Yep. Hassan Kim. Um, Jay Cronenworth, Brandon Dixon, yeah, that Matt Madden, anywhere, no, yeah, Rosario, outfielders. Right. They got three of them right now: Soto, yeah. Grisham, Azokar. They got three catchers: Nola Campusano and Brett okay. Sullivan. So what they really need is obviously one rotation piece. And also, by the way, they're paying thirteen million dollars to Eric Cosmer next year. True, and whatever that is, what it is at this point, we've right. discussed. So they need a starter. Obviously, in the bullpen, they need multiple pieces, but they have some internal, you know. I mean, there's so many guys overall. So, okay, let's say one starter, at least a reliever or two. That's three total positions. They obviously need at least one infielder. Mm -hmm. Okay, right? First base. They obviously need at least one outfielder. Yes. So that, that right there, just, you know, fake math is five, you know, Five additions, so well, to speak. I mean, technically, if you want, you can just put Tatis in the outfield. He's your another. He's your fourth outfield. He's your True. other outfielder. True. But you still need I mean, an infielder. Yeah, you're in the neighborhood of four or five. I mean, they need four or five pieces. I don't think all come from outside. I mean, I, I, I think most will. But is it shocking if a reliever comes up from the system that pitched last year in Double A AA or Triple A and makes the opening day roster? Of course not. Mm -hmm. Or a, a non roster guy, right? Free agent. <laughs> Makes the team right. That's right. that's possible as well. So I don't think it's like they need to go out and sign six, eight free agents, and they're all going to cost you know five, ten million dollars. That that's probably not what's going to happen, right? But yeah, I mean, like Gus says, I mean, if you counted 
the 26 row. Again, we'd have to do the math on it. it but here, my point is this. They're pretty – like the core is there. It's not like they have a zillion pieces to fill out. They really don't. No, they don't. They, they just need a couple more pieces. But you consider that a World Series roster. I mean, I don't. It's so hard to say. Would we have said last year it was an NLCS roster? Um, no. We we would go as far as to say that's a play. Is, a, is it a playoff roster? Because they needed to make the playoffs. Right. Right. Exactly. But now, yeah. but now the now the you know, look expectation. <coughs> the expectations have changed. Yeah, that's true. Is not changed, a, I think it's a good question. They've not not changed because it's, it always should be about winning a World Series, but. You get my point is that the expectations are going to be higher next season with what they did coming off this year. And you should ask that question. Is it a World Series roster? I I think that's the right question to ask. Uh, We do need to thank our partner here on the wrap-up show, Aura. And their co-founder, Will, who is a huge Padres fan. He's a native San Diegan. They have offices right here in Liberty Station in San Diego. This is an unbelievable company. Uh, We appreciate the support of our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, and also Will at Aura. Ora.organic. There's a link down below. If you click this Build Your Routine button, you're going to get 30% off your very first order. Very first order, again, San Diego company, all plant-based products. I'm talking about proteins for after workouts. I take a probiotic every single day from Aura. I've done it for six or seven months, if not longer than that. At this point, they've got pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils. They have sleep pills and immunity supplements. I mean, really, something for everyone, yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends, especially heading into the winter, people getting sick. They've got products for you. They really do. Great company. Um, Again, their co-founder is a huge Padres fan, lives and dies on this like Mark does, like we all do. Um, So again, if you want to support this channel, if you want to support a San Diego-based business, if you're looking to get healthier, check out Aura, ORA.organic, and there is a link down below. Yeah, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, the best place to go is to Aura, www.aura.organic. They have everything you need to uh, to live a health, that healthy lifestyle that you want coming up for the new year. Uh, build your routine when you go to purchase anything from their website. You get 30% off that first order. Go there right now. You'll definitely thank us later. We haven't really mentioned Correa, by the way. Have they been tied directly to Correa or Swanson? I have not heard anything about yeah. No. But it, again, it, would, I mean, it would be very ironic if they, re, if they signed Trey Turner. Of course Just like, it would. You know, it'd be the most ironic thing ever. But it's like you trade off a piece and then you're, it's like, it's like when you break up with someone. Come back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Then you see what they're doing on social media. Like, and, ah. you, know, you know, like you, you have quotes from Trey Turner talking about if there's one player that I'd love to play with is Soto. A Soto. And who knows? Maybe that's a big factor. Like, and it would, and maybe signing Trey Turner to a long-term contract would, would help the prospects of re-signing Juan Soto. See, this is the billion-dollar question. Do you need to add a player like Bogarts or Turner mm-hmm. to acquiesce to a Soto or even a Machado? Right. Right? Because now you got the Machado opt-out looming, whatever that means. Now you got yeah. the Soto pending free agency, not really looming, but on the horizon. Two years. So is this something that you're have to i don't know juggle way yeah it is if you're aj preller it is it's at absolute it's not our job to juggle it it's his job to worry about right the two three years in the future yeah we just care about next year that's all i care about and to worry about again like appeasing manny machado like what do you know in your relationship with the machado that he needs and desires to stay here and opt in 
at the end of 2023. Thank you, HBVVB, for the super. Thank you guys for the supers. Just click the dollar sign down below if you want to contribute. And if you have a question, we will get to it immediately. HBVV says, get rid of Mania. Well, they have. Send them to the Doyers. I don't think we could be that lucky. Yeah, I say they have. I mean, is it impossible when you look at these deals like what Clevenger got and others? I mean, could Mania be back on the cheap? Over 160 innings for this team last year, which is crazy to think about because of how he ended the season. Mm-hmm. But he pitched a lot of innings for this team. So when you think about it, this team needs to get a guy that can give over 160 innings for you. Right. And if Mania is going to become very cheap, like if you go out and sign Trey Turner to a $25 million contract and you need, you have $8 million left right. there. It's like, then oh, I'm so looking we got at probably Sean Mania for a one year, $3 million deal or. You know, I don't know if that would be the case because freaking Mike Clevenger got twelve million for one year, right? But you, you get my point. It's like then you're gonna have to start dumping your dive in for guys like Sean and I. right? Or you're gonna make a trade, like yes. a, a back end rotation trade, right? Right. Yeah. Need for need, you're giving up something prospect yeah. to an organization that doesn't need a fifth starter. Um, I'd be surprised if Manai was back, based on what I saw. At yes, the end of I the year, too. I'd be very surprised um, yeah. if Benai was back. No, yeah, I mean Bob Melvin loves the guy. Well, I mean, he loved great. him so I much mean, he wanted to pitch him like for nine outs in the NLCS. Yeah, I mean, I you know I love a lot of things, but at the end of the day, you got to be honest with yourself. I know, maybe, you know? Not, maybe, and who knows? Maybe they're like looking at Ruben Niebla as a guy that hey, we can fix him. You know, fix him, fix him. Yeah, I mean, this is a name that's popping up. I mean, Tyon's popping up. Yeah. You know, that's an affordable option, obviously. Um, I'd have to look at his numbers here recently. Um, I'm going to pull him up right now real quick. With the Yankees last year, 391 ERA. So, yeah, I mean, this is an affordable option. He is now, let's see, how old is he? 31-ish. You know, how many innings? 177 innings, 32 starts. So stayed healthy, 14 and 5 with the 391 last year. I remember he came up with Pittsburgh. I was still, yeah, I was working the minors when he came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came up with Pittsburgh and then um, you know, he's been he's been solid. He's been a solid big league starter. 51 and 35 with the 384. He's thrown 177 innings or more twice. So yeah, I mean that's a that's a name to keep an eye on. HBVV said Clevenger should have been named the Phillies MVP. (laughs) So should have Sean Manaya. So should Bob Melvin. Yeah, that too. I tried to forget that, John. Did Clevenger only get a one year, $8 million deal with an option? Um, Yeah, who got 12? I think someone else might have gotten 12. I thought it was eight. He got one for 12. Is it 12? Still giving Clevenger a potential two year, $20 million deal. Wow. That's just the going price. It's like know, you, look, you look at backup quarterbacks. What do they make? Or even starters. The worst starters in the NFL. What do they make? 20, oh, starters 25? make. Uh, yeah, 25. Right? So, like, yeah, everyone makes that. So, I think that's what it costs to get a free agent starter. I think that's what it costs. Right. Um, yeah. That's funny. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm nothing but honest, right? Jim's the same way. I wasn't, nobody was, the funny thing about the whole Melvin thing, nobody was like, oh, fire Bob Melvin. I was just no. being critical of Bob Melvin. Yeah, you can be, um, you can be, criti- <clears throat> you can be critical of somebody 
without always the intent of wanting to fire the guy. Right. <laughs> I just like, thought in-game managing in the postseason, even some of the series they won was super <clears throat> curious. I mean, Very. he stuck with starters all the time against the Mets, against yeah. the Dodgers. He got away with it. Mm-hmm. And then he did not get away with some of the decisions he made in the Philly series, game four and game five. Can yep. we can we all agree on that? Yes. Okay. All right. So here's what I want to let people know. If you're watching this live on replay, please join us tomorrow, San Diego Sports 760, for a full three-hour show dedicated to the winter meetings in the San Diego Padres. Nothing mm-hmm. else. Okay. I don't want to hear about the Jim's Niners and Jimmy G breaking his head or whatever happened. I don't even know what the injury is. He broke his foot. Whatever. He's got two. Be a man. You can still play. So <laughs> no, I agree. No now, Niners talk tomorrow. Now the next starter is like Brock Osweiler or Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock or Purdy. Josh Johnson, the USD product who played for the fleet. So we're not talking about that tomorrow. Uh, we're talking about the Padres. We're talking about the winter meetings. We're talking about AJ Preller. We'll have great guests lined up for you. We'll be there live Monday and Tuesday, 3 to 6. Join us on San Diego Sports 760 or join us on the iHeartRadio app. We'll have wrap-up shows for you throughout the week as well. Padres. About to begin the winter meetings, all eyes on San Diego. As Of course, the meetings are right here at the Grand Manchester Hyatt and also on A.J. Preller and Peter Sadler. How active will this team be over the next 72 or 96 hours? We've got a Rule 5 draft, hopefully not that pertinent for the Padres. We've got a draft lottery for the first time, Jim, coming up this week. Also not pertinent, really, for the Padres. And we've got potential for free agency signings and trades across yeah. Major League Baseball. So I'm pumped. You pumped for tomorrow? What time are we going to get there? Pretty early ish. Nine a.m. <laughs> Not like some people. <clears throat> ben Falcon Friars is spending the week. He's got he's been like tent. the night there. He's like a like a suite next to AJ Preller in the in the hotel. Probably a suite like with AJ Preller. Yeah, he's sleeping, sleeping on the couch. Um, I don't know. Like one. Oh, you're like I'm gonna be super super early. Like I don't know, two fifteen, two thirty. Two forty five. Uh, yeah, I'll be twelve ish, twelve thirty. I don't know. Something. I think I got to go to Orange Theory in the morning. Are, how are you getting there? Are you just going to drive there and park somewhere? Or are you going to take an Uber? What's no, I'm going to hitchhike. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start walking. Start walking um, now. No, I think we, we drive. I mean, we could meet at the office. And where do we park? Behind the office. No, but... At the, <laughs> and then take one car, I'm saying. <clears throat> <laughs> but you have to leave at 530. Ah, I can't do that. Why are we talking about this right now in the wrap-up show? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we do have an Aztec basketball game tomorrow, so it's a very busy day. Yeah. Very busy day throat, tomorrow. Coat that throat, baby. Dude, throat coat is so good. You can tell I'm That's still – she said. <laughs> I'm not – you can tell I'm not 100%, but I'm so much better than I was. You sound a million times better. Oh, man, I was I – was, man, that was tough. Um, okay. So here's the deal. Please subscribe. We've got year-round content for you if you're a Padres fan. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We'll be back throughout the course of the week as news breaks. We will be here for you on the wrap-up show. Also on San Diego Sports 760. And for Jim, I'm John. This has been the wrap-up show. See you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Bye. Bye-bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. 
VLN's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.